Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gap, cause we hot like.
Enzo, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting Check mic one, two, one, two. We live, baby. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? So let's get started. I'm just going to do a brief countdown. Uh, this aspect is for the listeners on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Uh, we've been switching up things on Speak Your Mind for a while now. We are live on Facebook. Today is September 3rd. So that's the prelude to the introduction. Now let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chicago, and welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Queen Star, a.k.a. Miss Hip Hop. And today we have a really dope guest with us. Uh, he's a vocalist, uh, a, a dancer, um, um, a songwriter. I mean, you name it. He's the jack of all trades, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, guys. And he's from ATL. So without further ado, break it next to the mic, my homeboy, Jarrett. Come on. Come on. Say it with me. Jarrett D. Howard. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm dope. I'm dope. I'm just, you know, just chilling and vibing and, you know, you know. So we got to do these days. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, okay, Jared. Um, first of all, we start off all the interviews with an icebreaker question for the artist. So, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Jared, how did you find Speak Your Mind Radio? I found Speak Your Mind Radio through, um, there's this artist I listen to named Ola. What? Yeah, Ola lives here in Atlanta, too. So oh, I saw shit. his interview and thought it was pretty dope. So that's how I found Speak Your Mind. That's hella dope. Ola! <laughs> he was the first dude, the first artist that found me when I started my show back in November. Yeah, Ola's dope. He dope as hell, G. I, yeah, now I see the, 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 uh, the, the, the connection. <laughs> Oh, hella happy about that, man. That's, that was a surprise to me. So, yeah. Shout out to Ola, man. Shout out to Ola. Go <laughs> get his latest project. It's... Woo! Ola has Smoking. Yeah. Shit, I gotta go check it out my damn stuff. I've been so busy. I'm coming. But, yeah. Uh, all right, Jared. Why don't you tell the listeners and the viewers out there a little bit about yourself and, you know, how did you get involved with dancing and acting and everything well of course as you said i am jared d howard um, i'm born and raised here in atlanta georgia i've been performing most of my life honestly truly i started singing in church and then i took a break between like the ages of 13 to maybe 20 Mm. and just really did not sing at all in between those that time is when i um, got into the marching band in high school so i transferred that energy into instrument so um after the instrument i went to college um well while i was in high school is when i discovered that i enjoyed acting and so the, i began to cultivate that as well and then once i got to college um it's really when i started to dance so it just really was like each stage of my life Wow. Childhood singing, 
the adolescent teenage years was marching band and college was primarily acting and dancing. And then uh, I started singing again. I really started opening up again around like 2021. And then I just started to tie it all back together. Wow. That's amazing because I was going to ask you like, for you, how important is that to uh, infuse all three of them together in your music? You know, because you do that. Yeah, it's extremely important. Um, like I said, coming from the theater, my heart is primarily on stage. Like, I love Broadway. Yes. I love musicals. I love uh, plays. So incorporating all three into my music and my music videos has always been a big thing for me. That's why my music videos are always so storytelling and mm -hmm. dramatic because that, mm -hmm. that's the stage side coming out and I'm able to emote well through music and through my facial expressions through dance. Mm -hmm. And then of course with the songwriting, I'm at a point where I'm knowing how to tell a story mm -hmm. through this as opposed to, you know, just making singles here and there, let's party, let's drink, let's do that. Uh, it's exactly. Like the videos match up. Once you see the video, it matches the song so well. Like listening to the song initially, you may not understand, you know, why I'm singing about what I'm singing about, but I try to translate that extremely well through the visual so that it all ties together so well and becomes this nice little pretty package for the consumers to enjoy. Okay, okay. You just dropped some gems right there, y'all. We all paying attention because I try, you know. <laughs> don't confuse them. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Day, that is so cool though. Um, you really do have like a, a natural ability to be on Broadway. Have you ever done any Broadway in your lifetime? I haven't been on Broadway, but I have done a few musicals here in Atlanta. Uh, my first musical here was with the Marietta Theater Company. I did a show called Alter, Alter Boy, excuse me, um, right after I got into a show called Hype through Yesh Productions. Mm -hmm. um, that was pretty much about like a 90s boy band. So um, it was really nostalgic for me. I've done a Christmas show. I've done a gospel play. You know, I've just pretty much just been honing those things here in Atlanta. That's wonderful. Um... You know, I just see big things for you because you're, a, like, to me, a theatrical artist. And <laughs> who knew to just to throw that extra trade in there, you know, make yeah. it really pop and everything. You definitely got it. I haven't um, came across an artist quite like you before, so it's nice. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I try my best to, you know, bring something different to the table. There's a lot of... Um, repetitiveness going on in the industry right now and I kind of just wanted to stand out and be true to who I was so as opposed to trying to emulate someone else who you know maybe mainstream or came prior before me or imitate something else I've seen I try my best to be authentic in my approach to my artistry so as opposed to you know most people feel like you need to just focus on one lane but when you have all the talents I feel like it's important to mesh them together. So I felt like that was something that I could pride myself on was my versatility and my creativity because I have training in pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like what you need today to kind of be an artist because there's just so many avenues that you per se can just take on your own, like acting, movies, yeah. skits. Uh, I mean, gosh, the list goes on or whatever. So I just, you know, I see like many things happening for you. And I'm really glad that you're here today and I found your music. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> you're very welcome. Um, there's just so many questions here to be asked. Like, um, how would you say that ATL had like an influence 
on, yeah, basically who you are. I mean, because of all these uh, hats that you wear, are you? So I was born in Southwest Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then um, I moved to Decatur. So most of my upbringing is in Decatur. Okay. So just growing up, like I said, coming up in church. My brother used to rap at one point in time. I was singing every Sunday at church. Like it was at the point where I was singing often at church. Like it was like, okay, we're doing praise and worship. Jared, go for it. Okay, we're doing this choir song. Jared, you're going to lead it. Of course, you know, you had your other vocalists uh, who took point. But most of the time, honestly, truly, it was me they were going to. And I was at the, I was a young age. So it was kind of like, um, back then I didn't think anything of it. It just was mm-hmm. a repetitive thing. It was something that just happened. So, you know, just growing up in that environment, there were a lot of creative people at my church. We weren't a huge church at all, but the impact that we did have on each other, I could uh, credit a lot of them to that. There were a lot of songwriters. There was a singer in our church who she was, um, she was constantly going on like local tours from what she was doing gospel music at that time on the mainstream level. So it was just a lot of creativity in that small church. So I really honestly, truly have to give most of the credit to that church that I grew up in indicator. Wow. Definitely. Shout out to God. (laughs) Always, always. You have to keep him first because without him, you wouldn't have these talents. Yes, that is so true. You're definitely putting use all of your talents that God gave you. All. Okay, so, um, oh yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what artists do you look up to um, as far as the sound, or the style of your music? You know, like, what artists do you really like? So, with the style of my music, I'm really a pop head. Um, being born in the 90s, I really grew up, grew up when I was able to, like, fully function, of course. I got, like, a taste of the 90s, but I really grew up in the 2000s so mm-hmm. you know that was big with the NSYNC's Britney's the Justin's Janet was real poppy back then Michael Jackson you know yes, I was honey. a real pop head you know granted in Atlanta I had no choice but to be into the hip-hop and the culture that was going on around here but me True. personally I gravitated mm-hmm. most to pop music so with my music I wanted to bring a sense of pop back in the in the realm of back then it was it was a certain sound that mm-hmm. correlated with pop music and each pop icon you when you hear their sound and pop you know for sure this is a justin timberlake song exactly this is a song. exactly to today, it's really more so of a this is the trend so this is what i'm gonna do as opposed exactly. to exactly i know what wow. this is, i'm gonna hear it or uh who, who else is out uh, a billy Eilish song like it, they're all starting to mesh together because it's become more so of a trend as opposed to just making good music that lasts. Because even though, you know, people like to say, the 2000 pop music didn't age well, you turn that same pop music on at any festival right now, mm-hmm. the crowd is gonna lose it because it brings back that sense of nostalgia of, you know, this is what pop music really was. Same thing with R&B. Everybody yeah. references the 90s and now everybody's trying to, you Emulate know. that sound. Exactly. As opposed to, you know, everybody's really on this like vibe, R&B. You yeah. Know, all, they're on that way. But so the, all their music is starting to sound alive because that's the trend. That's what's current right now. Mm-hmm. But as, as you've seen with the verses the other night with Brandy and Monica, people still love genuine R&B and they're missing it. So with my sound, I'm more so trying to take elements of both eras because like I said, I was born in the 90s. So I know that R&B and the hip hop, like the back of my hand, but then I was really raised in the 2000s and the pop is what really identified with me. So I try to include the two with my background of musical theater. So I'm really one of those people when I hear music like 
with beats per se. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like to hear music that really grows throughout the song. So even okay. if it's not necessarily okay. the vocals that are growing, mm -hmm. if the beat in the background is really just doing little extra elements that you really, as a normal consumer, you wouldn't hear. But as someone, you know, who comes from like marching band and musical theater, yeah, you hear yeah. those so, you hear the transitions in the music. Uh, exactly. So like <laughs> even in my case, I don't personally listen to my own music on a regular basis. However, I listen to my live arrangements so much more because it brings so much extra oomph to, to what the music I'm here to begin with. So I will turn yeah. on my live tracks in a heartbeat. Wow. Especially with the live instruments as opposed to the recorded tracks. So that's why I always try to make sure when I do the video version, the live version, and the uh, streaming version, it's all three different sounds. Basically. So when you see my videos, there's an intro, there may be a breakdown, there may be something else that you will not get on the regular radio version, CD version. You right. get the standard song, and then when you get the live version, it's a completely different a element. Different. More added to it because I wanted to make sure my sound that I always gave what I expected, what I wish I could see from a lot more people, I'm making sure that I give that energy into what I'm doing. Oh, wow. What you put out is what you get. Exactly. I so like maybe, that. maybe the way that I'm doing music, maybe eventually it'll rub off on others and it'll begin to inspire them and then we can get back to that sense of like people are really just making music. It's not necessarily we're all in the same lane. It's you can do country. Yeah. As long as you know, you're pushing your pin, you're pushing your limit. You're really divulging yourself into what it is that you're doing so that your end product is you just wanted to make great art you're not necessarily chasing a hit you're not necessarily chasing popularity or fame you just wanted to make a really great product there even if you like i said even if you don't hit the fame the people who do pay attention to you they're enjoying what you're doing and you're happy with what you're doing as yeah. opposed to, like i said following a trend or trying to be popular you're just doing something that really makes you happy exactly so <laughs> yes 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 you are so right about that um passion is everything purpose is everything um i couldn't say anymore but god is everything you know everything mm -hmm. uh okay so um let's talk about oh right right let's talk about your newly released song entitled release um first of all let me say kudos to you on the video. Thank the video you. was extra dope. Um, I love the choreography. Did you did you um, make up the choreography for that video? I did a portion of the choreography. I usually do a portion of each video. Okay. So, um, but no, I do have a choreographer. So we pretty much he did primarily a par primary of the work, and mm -hmm. I just I usually just come in and do like a small portion of it, because mm -hmm. that's just the dancer in me. I, I choreograph too, so it's just. Me, yeah. to, you know, having you. my own work, yeah. Exactly, so true. Okay, well, um, I want to also talk about the obvious of what the song is about. Uh, for me, just to make sure I'm correct, but for me, I thought I felt like it was um a perspective of toxicity in the relationship. Yes. Okay, so I was right. Thank God. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, dang, man, I've been there before. But I really like it because it's relatable. Thank you. Yeah. So my so. whole purpose with writing release, I had just gotten out of a, um, a really bad breakup. It was one of those breakups where you necessarily didn't want to leave, but you were pushed out. 
Yeah. And so it was really like that time after the breakup where you were really just questioning like, what did you do wrong? What did I do wrong? You know, the, the two dances represent, like it can represent anything, um, depression, anger, sadness, vengeance, whatever those were that were really keeping you down in those moments. So I really wanted to tell the story of right. how I got through it. It was, I, I got at one point, like the scene in the bed, it's really then you can see like the hands and stuff. That's, I yes. was so consumed in, yes. in and sad and like it was really consuming me and taking yeah. over. And that's when it came to the fore, part where I broke free of it. And then mm -hmm. it comes to the end where it's like, I'm reborn. I'm a brand new person. I finally got through it, you know, praying, fasting, you know, writing it out, writing the song. Mm -hmm. It just really helps you. You have to figure out how to challenge it because you can't, you can't let those things take you over because eventually you start to lose focus of whatever your purpose is. And when I finally, finally released that out of me, that's when my life began to turn around all over Beautiful. Again. So even with the writing, like I wanted to, like I said, with my sound, I didn't necessarily want to do a, you know, the traditional R&B heartbreak ballad begging. Right, song. right, that the I begging music. To, like I said, as, with me, I, I'm a pop head. So I yeah. wanted something that people like me, who I, I, I can hear the lyrics, I know what's going on. So as opposed yeah. to me being depressed about it, I can still be a little sad, but I can still mm -hmm. give you a little jig to kind of like dance it out. Like exactly feels what I feel, but I don't necessarily have to be depressed about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's my whole purpose of making it an up-tempo. Yeah. You know, I, want, I, I wanted it to get to a point because right now in music, everything is so like mellow, chill. It'll, the, everybody's talking about, you know, being depressed or heartbreak. Uh -huh. Like it's all on this level as opposed to we're not getting different realms of music with it. It's all when I'm heartbroken, it's a ballad. It's a Bob R&B song. It's a, it's a guitar solo. It's a, everything is just so, what it sounds like is what I'm giving you. It's depression, so I'm about to give you depression as opposed to I wanted to give you something, something you can bop to. You can bop right out of that depression. Dang, I heard that. I heard that, yeah, exactly. You made me forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> because I feel you so much. You just basically said it all in a, in a really good nutshell. But um, yeah, I felt all that. Um, Okay, um, so who's your favorite <laughs> pop artist? Shit. <laughs> um, my favorite pop artist in current music, I don't know if you would consider him pop. He's kind of like a little both, but it's Bruno Mars. I okay. really, really, really like Bruno Mars. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even in pop right now, that's another reason why I chose to do pop because when you look at people like us, there's no one there anymore. On the mainstream level, Chris is literally the last Damn. of the, especially male, he's the last one. Yeah. Because all of the mainstream African-American male artists are all doing Bob R&B or they're rapping. Wow. I think we have a few in country now, but when it comes to pop, Chris is, and you know, Chris isn't like pop pop anymore. Uh-uh. So, but he'll he'll drop a little hint of a pop track every now and then. Yeah. But he would. right now, there are no black men in pop, let alone black people. I know Normani's trying to come through, and I really I'm really rooting for her because I'm really needing mm -hmm. somebody to go in there and 
hold that spot until we can get more people in on the mainstream level. But as of right now in pop, as far as like our people, there's no one for me to look to or be inspired by because like I said, everyone's doing hip hop and R&B and we have a few in country. But as far as like overall pop, of course, you know, everybody's, Michael's the greatest. So of course yeah. that is hands down. But For through sure. the years, um, I've been a Michael fan. I've been a um, Justin Timberlake fan, NSYNC, Britney, you know, all of them, they've really been what really molded my pop mind. But as of right now, as far as, like I said, current artists, Bruno Mars are probably the closest to pop that I'm most inspired by that I like. Yeah, definitely. I definitely put you in that lane with Bruno Mars because his yeah. music is different and it's ever-changing, you know? Ever-changing. His live shows match his energy and his songs. His live shows are different from his recorded tracks, from the video tracks. He always he brings it every single time. That's what's up. I love that. <laughs> I really love that. Um, okay, oh, wait, so... I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Jason Derulo does do pop. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about him. Not. To me, I, I need a little bit more consistency in order for me, me to too. be like, inspired by him. Like, I really like his uh, one of his latest songs, uh, Let Me Take You Dancing. I think that's the first song that I've really been like, okay, I like this from Jason since, like, what you say. Yeah, so yeah, that was a while ago. So, yeah. like I said, on, on a consistent level, we don't, we, I don't have anybody. So that's why I'm really fighting by myself right now to try to, maybe there, I'm pretty sure there's some other young black boy out there like me probably even younger who's like well i mean I, I like pop music but nobody else is doing it i'm trying to bring that bag to really give somebody else that inspiration of yes you can do pop music yes you can still actually know how to sing sing and choose yeah. to do pop music by choice because that's what you wanted to do so true so true excuse me um i like the fact that you're trying to even bring up the fact that there's no african-american men that's really doing pop out there right now you know you know they can't they you know they don't they don't dance anymore they don't you know like i said all of the, they're tracing the trendy vibe you know it's a vibe r&b so that doesn't require <laughs> them to dance it doesn't require them to really push their visuals that doesn't require them to really do much outside of you know have a pretty good pin game so i'm really just trying to open that door back up even like i said even those of the visuals like we don't have like those music videos where people are just really like groundbreaking or pushing their creativity you know like my budget is not big at all but i make it work you wouldn't know that you know initially looking at it but i make it work because mm -hmm. like I said, i'm trying to bring back some sense of the things that i grew up liking the things that i wish i was seeing in mainstream music right now i'm doing what i wish i was seeing other people do yeah, you're bringing back um, authenticity in your lane again. Um, you know, it, it's as important as it is to have hip hop still and um, um, what's Absolutely. the other? Yeah, and R&B still. I get those things, but hell, pop is number one popular music. You know, that's why they call it pop, you know? And, like, even at this point right now, pop music technically, according to industry standards, is rap music now. Because exactly. even the singers are trying to rap. I cannot rap. So oh my gosh. Be hearing me rap. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> I do not feel like I can rap. Um, but that's the thing. Like right now, because hip hop and rap is the trend right now, it's considered the popular music. So that's why, like I say, even with the pop singers right now, they're chasing a trend because they're just trying to stay relevant as opposed to maintaining their lane and redefining. Because that's one of the things I can appreciate about like, Beyonce, when yeah. she dropped 
before she dropped that full R&B album in the midst of an EDM era. Everybody was making EDM, Usher, Neo, everybody was making the screams and OMGs okay. and, and she dropped four and she stayed in her lane. And four is one of the best albums she put out. Wow. And it's like, it's, it's like people don't take pride in making their own lane anymore. Like yeah. it's worth it. I get, you know, trying to stay relevant, trying to stay popular. But if your art, like you said, if your artistry is authentic and genuine, there's nothing that can be denied from you. Because again, with Beyonce, people still talk about four to this day. That's always in their top Beyonce arguments. Four. <laughs> when she dropped, like I said, she dropped that during the EDM era. Everybody Dang. was making EDM, R&B, EDM pop. E even hip hop was on EDM. So it's like, I don't think people, once people start to take pride in music and who they are once again, we'll get back mm -hmm. to a time where their music is so diverse, you won't have to necessarily. Like right now, I feel like independence, you know, they are getting their praise because mainstream is so one dimensional. Exactly. Once mainstream gets back to being authentic, even just the artists, not even necessarily the labels, because of course the labels are going to do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. Right. But the artist gets back to the sense of, I'm being true to me. This is what I like. This is authentic. This is genuine. I don't, you know, we can get back to a point of having diverse music selection. Michael, uh -huh. Whitney, all were out at the same time, gave you three different lanes of black music. Three yeah, you're three right. Different lanes of black music, and they were all popping. Janet was out there popping. All of them were out at the same time, making the same, you know, making the same impact with different music. And they all were able to respect each other. And that's why they're all considered greats now. Because even Janet now, she's still popping because she's staying true to her sound. She keeps it current, but she stays true to who she is. Exactly. Her, she knew her sound and she builds on it. Even as trends change, she doesn't necessarily fall into a trend as opposed to just updating who she is. Exactly. Well, so how important do you think uh, reinventing oneself as an artist is important to their career? I think it's extremely important. You never want to get stale. You want to continue to, you know, push your limits as a person. Like I said, as a right. creative, you never want to, you know, this is my formula. I'm sticking to it. We're only doing this. Oh, We're never. No. That's what I think is so important. And I think it's very enlightening when you collaborate with people. People find it so far-fetched to want to collaborate with other people. Like, for instance, in my case, like, I can choreograph, but mm -hmm. I chose to have a choreographer because... I don't want to do every single video and yeah. then my choreography becomes repetitive or my music becomes repetitive. So that's why like, even when I do collaborate with other songwriters, it's not necessarily like, it's, I, I can confidently say I'm proud of what I can do choreography wise, singing wise, songwriting wise, that I'm not threatened by allowing collaboration with my homeboy who may writes good music or my homegirl who may do great choreography like I'm not threatened by that I understand the importance of artistry nobody no single person made it by themselves in their career you have to understand that it's okay to let people in on what you're doing as long as those people are authentic you trust what they're doing and in alignment with your brand because they help you rebrand reinvent you know, bring something new. You, you may do. hear harmony that I don't hear. And I may like your harmony a lot more. And if had you not been there, I would have been stuck with the harmony that I came up with on my own. And the song would have never been what it is now without you. Right. So people, I think it's so important for reinvention and being able to allow people to 
help you get there. Now, I'm not saying, you know, bring everybody along, but like I said, once you find those people who are genuine enough and, you know, are creative enough to understand what, how creative you are. Right, exactly. What you're doing as opposed exactly. to, um, not necessarily them changing you, but them adding on to what you already have. And it, it's able to grow and grow and grow in each different era, whether it be every album or every tour or even every music video, should you choose to do it, you're allowed to become a new person so that you don't become stale. Your sound is different. It's cohesive, but it's mm-hmm. different. It's never the same. Like you, like I said, you you know Beyonce track when you hear Beyonce, even though if every album is different, it's you know Beyonce's sound. Right. You know, uh, Beyonce, she thrives off authenticity. I mean, and I know everybody knows that, but she's actually said it in an interview like that's what she wants to do with each and every album that she drops each and every project that she gives and she does she serves it up to us you know and that's why she's still where she is now yeah basically people don't get get it people don't understand why she's still right there she's undefeatable because she's true to herself period and like i said there's not a lot of people who are doing that no there's not been able to stay on so long because she understands that rihanna Beyonce, Bruno, Chris. Yes, honey. Able to do what they're doing. Justin Timberlake can come out of left field and people still eat it up because they understand you have to reinvent. You have to work with different producers, different yeah. songwriters. Yeah. Your visuals need to be different because though you're not necessarily, you know, changing who you are, they need to see a different version of that person. Mm-hmm. So it's like you pulling out different alter egos for different aspects. So it's like you have to be able to continue to push, 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 change, change, not change yourself, but give the content viewer something Mm -hmm. new to look at so that they don't get bored. Exactly. And that's what it's all about, entertainment, uh, period, in a nutshell. Jerry, you just said it. So yeah, thank you for that. No problem. Um, Well, we're going to end this segment off with a game. This is called Miss Hip Hop. Yeah, Miss Hip Hop's This or That, okay? So okay. essentially, I'm just telling you, like, pick between two things and you tell me which one you prefer. Okay. Okay. Fantasia or Jennifer Hudson? Fantasia, hands down. All right. Monica or Brandy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the hard one. Mm-hmm. Monica's from Atlanta. She's going to be Atlanta every time. Yep. So I cannot not pick Monica but at the same time Brandy her music resonates with me more as an artist Mm -hmm. but so I'm gonna just have to go with Bramonica (laughs) you said Bramonica (laughs) Bramonica (laughs) you said Bramonica that is hilarious man (laughs) I love it I love it I freaking love it yeah I'll go with that one for 300 Alex (laughs) Bramonica okay classic uh, 702 or 3LW? 3LW. All right. Uh, 8 Mile or Straight Outta Compton? Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> Janet Jackson or Michael Jackson? Mm. I'm going to go with Michael. Yeah, for sure. Um, Destiny's Child or Toto? Destiny's Child. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Aliyah or Maya? Maya. Oh, look at Maya. you. Oh, you. Maya. You Maya honest. Give her credit. 
I love it. Not her credit. I love my Aaliyah's great. I'm I know, I know, I know. Maya just even now she's still making music. Still she's popping. still looking the same. She's still, still. sounds amazing. She can still dance. Maya is so consistent. Mm-hmm. Even like I said, even though she doesn't get her credit, she didn't like pop pop the way everybody else did. But she yeah. stayed true to her, she and that's did. what I really appreciate. And she's vegan, so she gets extra points from me. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. She's got a little sunflower walking around. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Maya. Shout out to Maya. <laughs> oh gosh, this is so great. Um, well, thank you for coming on today's show. I, I it was a pleasure speaking with you today. I had so much fun with you, you know. As did I. And I look forward to more music from you and I will keep in contact with you. Yeah. Of course, of course. New music coming real soon. Sooner than you think. Sooner, sooner than you think. Yeah. Yes. Sooner. And guys, don't forget, if you enjoyed today's show, which I know you did because I, I had a freaking blast, don't forget to cash at me at Miss Hip Hop. It's a PayPal, Miss Hip Hop 2020, period. And I'll leave the link below after the show. I have to go edit this for Spotify, iHeartRadio, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. y'all. All right. Peace out. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.